Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to Handling Today's Consumers in Real Estate with your host, Evan Russell, broker owner of ERA Russell Realty Group. He is a 10-year licensed broker who has successfully coached and trained over 500 agents and turned his independent brokerage into a $50 million company before joining one of the top real estate franchises, ERA. Evan delivers his real-world real estate experience to you, the real estate agent. You can follow Evan on the Twitter feed at WorkWithEvan using hashtag AskEvan. For all your questions, concerns, comments, ideas, or anything else real estate related. Yo! Good morning, good morning. What's up, guys? I am flying solo here for a minute. I got a special guest for you. Uh, we're going to bring on here just a second. Everybody likes to hear a success story. So uh, what we've done here is we've, is we've started a, a new series. We're going to call it the Agent Interview Series. And during that time, don't know, you know, they're not going to be any regular. We're going to make sure that the agent we want to talk to has time and, and is available to jump on and, uh, and give us some, some good feedback. So, uh, you know, the inaugural agent or the first agent to the program is going to be my man, Claudel. How you doing, buddy? I'm good, man. Just living, trying to get to it. That's it. I hear you, man. I hear you. Listen, you've done awesome, man. You've, uh, you've come out of the, of the gate, you know, with the bang. You've, uh, you know, you were – You've embraced, uh, you know, a, a certain piece of tools, and some of the tools you haven't, you haven't messed with. And I think um, as I get into my my series of questions for you in our in our conversation, I'm just going to start right there by saying, you know, all the coaching and training that we deliver to you day in, day out, week in, week out, month in, month out, you really have to take the pieces that make some sense, and you have to apply them to you, right? That's what some of the other successful people are doing, and that's what I think you're doing, right? Yeah, absolutely. So, so tell me, man, why you know why real estate? You know how you you know how long you've been with us? You know, I think you had a, a relationship with Keith before we you you came on board with us. Just give me a quick quick kind of history of where you've been and how you landed with us. All right. Well, so as far as real estate goes, um, you know, I've always been interested in like real estate itself, and I decided I was like, you know what, like. If I'm so into real estate, I want to purchase properties and do all this stuff. Like, why not get my real estate license and really get to know the business and um, understand the ins and outs of it first? Um, so at one point, I was looking for apartments with my uh, with my lady and uh, ran into Keith. Keith was renting out an apartment uh, in Andover, and um, you know, I, I ran to Keith. You know, the apartment, the bedrooms weren't that big, weren't big enough for a king size bed, so. You know, I still spoke to Keith. I was like, hey, um, you know, I'm still looking for other places, and I'm actually thinking about getting my real estate license to probably make the process a little bit easier for me. And Keith was like, oh, yeah, you're working on your real estate license, huh? Um, When are you going to take the test? I was like, "Um, I'll probably study for the summer and then take the test. He was like, you know what? Here's my business card. Um, You know, contact me when you do get your license and look up uh, this company right here, uh, me and my buddy. I was like, all right, cool. So I did that. I held his card for, like, months, and um, I studied my butt off, and I got my license, and I called Keith, and uh, he remembered me. He was actually shocked. He was like, usually people tell me they're going to do it, but uh, they don't actually they, do they it. All, they, all, they all do that. They all say they will, and, and very few of them actually do, for sure. Yeah, and, and for me, my thing was, like, this is a chance for me to actually market myself and um, brand myself. 
you know, in something that I'm interested in. So, like, the whole marketing and branding to me is very important. And um, I feel like some people rush it, and I, I feel like it's not something I can rush because I have a vision on how I want to brand myself and market myself, and I just understand um, the importance of marketing. All right. Um, any type all of right. material. So, all right. So hang, so hang tight. We don't. I don't want to get ahead of ourselves. We're going to get to that marketing because you are doing a couple things that that are pretty unique. Uh, well, well, frankly, you aren't doing things that are unique. You you haven't gone into that. So so tell me about your you know tell me about your little bit you know your first couple of transactions. You you reached out to you know one of your buddies there and and he let mm. you put his multifamily up in Lawrence and and tell me a little bit about how you've gone through that. And I know you've made some comments to us along the lines of. You know, there's no substitute for for experience other than just doing the job, right? I mean, you can sit in a classroom all day, but if you're not doing a deal, you're really not going to pick up how it really works. So, so you know, touch on that a little bit. Yeah, definitely. Um, I learned that for sure, definitely um, throughout the journey. Like, there's questions that I have now, like while I was going through these deals, that I know for sure I wouldn't be able to ask these questions unless I had the business to ask a question. You know what I mean? Like there's certain experiences. You're not going to know to ask questions about it unless you're actually doing it. It's like even as a broker, like you guys, like I'm sure there's certain things you won't be able to touch with us if we're not asking about it. You're just not thinking about it at at that time. Like, and, and I tell people this, I'm like, there's a lot of things like I can't learn unless I keep getting more business. So for me, the more I want to learn, the more business I have to get. Like, people ask me, oh, how's um, how's the training going with your brokers? I was like, well, they're doing fine. It's, I was like, as long as I have questions, they're there to answer my questions. I just have to keep getting more business so I can well, that's have a, better that's questions. A, that's, a, that's a great – you know, if somebody's out there, write that down for me. That, that is a great, great point right there. You know, you can come in and you can soak up all of Evan's time you want, and Evan will give it to you and Keith will give it to you and Tina and Nicole and everybody else will give it to you. But if you don't put any of it into play, it means a whole bunch of nothing, right? I mean, we can go through the quick start guide and the this and the that, but if you don't have somebody to talk to, it it doesn't mean anything, right? That's what I'm hearing yeah. you say, right? So yeah, basically. Yeah, so you, I mean, you got to get out there and you got to get your hands dirty to see mm-hmm. which flowers will grow and which ones won't. And the only way you figure mm-hmm. that out is by so so keep going, man. That's a, that's a, a great point you bring up. Keep 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 going, man. Yeah, so that's that's really one of the biggest, biggest parts. And I didn't have a fear of being a new agent. Like, for me, I don't think that's a fear at all. Like, um, I'm not embarrassed about being a new agent. I'm not scared to tell people that I'm a new agent. Because um, basically, if, if they have an issue about me being a new agent, I pretty much tell them, like, any information that they need or want, I could get it. Like, I have a, you know, I have a really good team behind me, people that are really experienced and have been doing it for years. You know I mean, I'm going to make sure, like, I get them the information. I tell them I'm going to be there for them when they call me, when they text me. Like, I'm going to be available for them. And right. it, it even got to the point where you guys have to tell me, hey, you know, just because they text you right now, you don't have to text back right away, like, that very second. Like, yeah. I will yeah. get to that point where you guys have to kind of, like, derail me from that. and like, you know, give them some time and, and let them do some thinking on their own. And yeah. that's another thing that I would I – would, I was learning while I was going, you know what I mean? It's not something I would be able to ask you guys about. Yeah, I could be like, oh, how quick should I respond to somebody? You could say right away, but right away will mean something different when it's actually happening, you know what I mean? Yeah, it's yeah, and, like- and, yeah and, and what I want to circle back is you, is you just mentioned your team. Now, 
this isn't the Evan and Keith show. You, you know, without mentioning names, you surround yourself with, with, some, with a lawyer, you, your attorney you like. You're working with a, a couple different lenders that you like. You've surrounded mm-hmm. yourself with – you've got a graphic design guy who's doing your, who's doing your stuff. You're working on a couple, mm-hmm. you know, secret projects. That ain't, that ain't just all me. That ain't just all me and Keith and, and Tina, whoever. You, you've gone out and you've created yourself a, a team, right? Yeah, definitely. Definitely. It's important. Um, and you guys even mentioned it, too. Like, say, six years, five years down the line, I decide I want to, you know, do my own thing. Like, yep. I'm still going to be Claudel at the end of the day. But exactly. what has Claudel built for himself as a team? You know what I mean? Like, what, yeah. what's my foundation like? You know what I mean? So I kind of, I'm really, really treating it like my own business, yep. um, you know, with respect to what you guys are doing as well. But at yep. the end of the day, I have to really be happy with what I'm doing and what I'm trying to portray um, as a real estate agent. You know what I mean? So, yeah, like I'm really totally. treating it like my and, own and business. That's, and that's what you should do. I mean, no, I mean, nobody gets a license to just be <clears throat> mediocre. Well, let me just yeah, get my, no. well, I mean, so, I mean, some people do, but let me get my license. I'll just hang, I'll do a deal, I'll do a deal. I mean, I think anybody who treats real estate as a business, you obviously want to learn, you know, take yourself to the maximum amount of split you possibly can or have yeah. aspirations to do your own thing. But I think if you take exactly what you said and you back up a couple minutes and you know that we've got a couple, three or four people, uh, you know, Toby, Keith, Tina, who have just gotten their broker's license, doesn't necessarily mean they can just jump on the, they can just jump on the bandwagon and go open, you know, XYZ real estate company. I mean, it takes, yeah. it takes a lot to, you know, to, to, to pick that up. And the only way you're going to pick it up is if you're helping people day in and day out with exactly what you're talking about on the street, yeah. boots on the ground. I messed up. This is what she said. She wants out of the deal. Yeah. Right. So, you know, tell me about your first deal. Cause your first deal is really, I mean, everybody thinks that this business is easy, but you've had three, you know, a couple of ridiculous hurdles on that first deal, man. Why don't you start, circle oh, yeah. back on that? Yeah. That, the first deal it's, it's just been, um, it was, it was crazy. <laughs> um, I would say the craziest thing that happened during this whole deal is, uh, the buyer's agent died in the middle of the deal. Yeah. Like, yeah, it got really sick, passed away in the middle of the deal, right? Yeah, yeah, in the middle of the deal. So when that happened, there was just a loss of translation, um, you know, between me and the other side because the agent was no longer there. So they had to get another agent, and I had to, like, pretty much get that agent on back on ball with what's going on with the whole deal. Basically, right. let them know here's where we're at, here's where we stand, and then I had to make sure that communication got back to the attorneys as well. Like, it, it's it was a lot of work, man. It definitely was a lot of work. And as far yeah. as just the property itself, you know, it needed a good amount of work. And the but it was a friend, right? It was to, it was it was a yeah, friend, right? Exactly. Yeah. Yep. It was a friend. Uh, but with that, with it being a friend, like. Um, not everybody that owns a home knows what it is to really own a home. You know what I mean? So that makes it hard for, for you know, the person selling like me. And, right. um, and, and sometimes because, there's because it was, because it was a, because it was a multifamily and he's got tenants it, in there yeah. and he probably, he was kind of hands off and probably didn't even know what was what. Cause he hadn't rented for so long. Right. Yeah, exactly. It was a three family. So the tenants weren't really fond of him. So now when I need to do showings, it was really difficult. I would talk to them about a certain day, but then they wouldn't want to do it anymore. And then it got to a point where I just really had to just talk to the tenants. Like right. I had to make it my responsibility to talk to the tenants alone without the without the seller there, talk yeah. to them and see what the beef is. And pretty yeah. much, you know, 
the tenants told me, they were like, hey, you know what, I, I don't get along with him. I don't like this guy. Um, you know, he takes his time on doing things, so I'm going to take my time on doing things. So I kind of had to rationalize with them, kind of like play both sides of the fence, like, hey, you know, I understand where you're coming from. I wouldn't be too happy with the situation either. And as soon as I did that, um, it got to a point where, you know, the tenants that were being difficult, they were like, you know what, I'm going to help you out, but I'm not doing this for him. Because right. I know if I help you out, then this house will sell, and I'll have a new landlord. Right. So right. I kind of had to work my way around it. Like, my mind was going crazy. Like, I was like, man, how am I going to get around this? And finally, I was like, you know, I just got to talk to these people and let them know what's up. Yeah. And at the end of the day, they, they want a new landlord, too. Yeah. So we, we finally got to terms, and we just made it work, like, as far as dates and stuff like that, like getting into the house, um, inspections, like, the inspection took a little while to pass, but you know. Right. Then I, you had a, then, you, then you you had a buyer agent change. Then you had a financing issue, right? Financing didn't, yeah, didn't exactly. go through. So here's yeah, financing so, almost fell through. Yeah. So here's what I'll say about so here's what I'll say about that. Here's what I'll say about uh, you know uh, this is really you know really about you, which really not about me. But I'm gonna just pay you a compliment here. If you you know a lot of people come for help, but they don't necessarily know how to execute the help. Right. You've come for help and you've gotten the answer, and you've executed on the help. Okay, like, yeah. like what do I do? Well, you got to call this person, you got this person, you got to put them together, and you got to figure it out. And I think, you know, looking back on your first, I don't know, five, six months being here, you know, your, your, your ability to take that and, and run with it and overcome those, those fears and those objections. And two examples I'll give you next, I, I really have, have made it to the point where you're, you know, closing four deals or, you know, a couple rentals and a, and a, and a sale, and you have another sale pending and some other things. You know, that, that willingness to get your hands dirty and take what we say and learn it is what's going to make you successful down the – you know, you're successful now, but, you know, it's going to make you that true entrepreneur kind of down the line, right? Yeah. So, so, so let's take this. What do you – you know, you sat in my chair probably six weeks ago, and you said something to me that no one ever said to me. And the minute, and the minute you said to me, you said to me, I'm like – but then I sat thinking to myself, you know what? There's a little validity to that. Right, you remember what you said to me sitting on my couch? Um, about uh, mama not always exactly to their kids or something like that. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> mom, mom doesn't always know best is what you said. Mom doesn't always know yeah. best, and I and I was originally thinking, man, that's that's kind of rude. But then I got to thinking about it. I said, listen, I mean, the dude's cooking with gas. So what are you not doing? What does Evan say to do every single day? And what are you not doing? It's, there's only one answer, right? What are you not doing? Uh, Facebook. Social media, man. You're not. You're nowhere to be found, dude. Yeah, no, I'm not on social media. <laughs> except, yet, except you know yet. what? Your face is on social media because I was advertising you for the call. So you know, here we are laughing at your picture, and you don't even know you're there. No, I'm just kidding. It's all good. It's all good. Yeah. But see that. But <laughs> what I'm talking about is you. Is you picture you 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 set your your eye on one thing, and you've made that work. So I came to you and I said, hey, you know, I'm not going to tell anybody what what program this is because well, it doesn't even matter. You're, I mean, you're buying you're buying. Uh, what are you buying? Uh, land voice. Land voice. Expired, yeah. right? Yeah. yeah. And you came right. to me and you're like, you came to me like, I'm not spending 70 bucks on land voice. I mean, I don't want to do yeah. that. Right. But I said, dude, you know, you got to do it. You're not doing anything else. You got to do it. And now what? Yeah. Now look what happened. Yeah, I got no. a text message, right? So go ahead. Speak on that. Now land voice. Um, it definitely came in clutch. It's what, 60 bucks. I'm paying uh, a month, but really like if I turn around one expired, it's paying out. So, it's so how, like, how much time? How much time are you? Are you? I mean, having the program is one thing, but being able yeah. to sit down, print the leads, understand who you're calling, and dial is something yeah. different, 
Right. So take so take yeah. me through that. Take me through the you know the the how you how are you planning your day? Do you call you know every day? Yeah. You call, so, yeah. yeah. Absolutely. Um. If if you don't call every day, uh, then you're kind of wasting it, wasting the money. So pretty much, Land Voice will just send me an email in the morning, and throughout the day, like I will go down that list. Not every single one has numbers, but the ones. So that's what I've been doing. I've been doing like the ones that have numbers. Like I'm calling those, unless it's ridiculously far. If it's like it's just way out there, then I'm not gonna, you know, call it. But if it's something that's within like 60 miles, I'm calling it. Especially if it's like you know, six, 60 miles away and it's like 300k or something like that or more, I'm calling it because I can make a few thousands off of that. You know what I mean? Right. So, so, so how do you? So how you got? So what? So you have? Here's the thing. Forget about where we're gonna go next, but. You have a full-time job, right? Everybody's probably yeah. jumping through, oh, yeah, it's pretty easy if you don't have a full-time job. you got a full-time job that you're actually using your hands, right? You're actually making yeah. a product. So you're not sitting yeah. on, your, on, your, on your bum, you know, looking at a computer screen. Your, your job is to actually create a product with your hands, right? Yeah, correct. So, how, so, so okay, you, you, you're going to make a transition. I think everybody knows where this conversation is going, but how would you do that? You know, back up, back up three, four, five weeks when you, when you took your – your first expired listing, or what on your couple expired appointments? How'd you make those calls with a full-time job? Um, okay, so basically, like during my lunch breaks, I was my my car is my mobile office. <laughs> uh, right. This is where I was banging out the calls. Um, you know what I mean? And the calls don't take long. It's either they're all right. So hang, up. all right. So hang, so, hang, so what you're yeah. telling me is you printed the leads. You worked my laptop. Yeah, you, bring my you, 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 so you yeah. so you worked a full day, went to your car yeah. during lunch, opened your laptop, and cold called during your lunch break. Is that, is that what you're saying to me? Yeah. <laughs> okay, so let's yeah. stop right there. So anybody's like, well, geez, he's been here for three or four months. He's got 40 of How the hell is he doing that? Well, it sounds to me like he's doing a little work, right? Yeah. Right? Okay, so, yeah, so, keep, carry, so carry on. Keep going. Yeah, so I'd go to my car and uh, pretty much either leave voicemails and I wasn't leaving regular voicemails because I feel like I'm trying to get this business, so I have to make it exciting, and I, I pretty much have to tell them, like, what I could do for them in the phone call. Or if I get, get them on the phone, I would try to, like, be a benefit to them. Like, I wouldn't – I'm not begging for their business, but I have to let them know, hey, here's what I could do. I could definitely sell this house. Like, I was yeah. just t- trying to try to talk to them. Every, everyone's going to be different. Every person I spoke to has has been a different conversation depending on their energy depending on, you know, how they are. But, like, my thing is I'm just trying to get this appointment to go to their house. Like, I need to get to their house. You exactly. know, if from there, if from there I don't get the listing, all right, that's fine. I don't feel like I failed. Like, I, I got to their house. You know what I mean? It's cool. So land voice has worked for me as far as that, even just getting to their house and not getting it. So like you could, so you call, you call in every day religiously? Yes. How many calls do you make a day? How many connections do you think you make a day? How many dialogues uh, or how many conversations? Yeah. Oh uh, man, uh, let me see, man. Say if like I make like twenty five like people with numbers. Yeah. Honestly, I'm actually making maybe like two or three like connections, and then out of that, like you'll get one person that's really interested, and then they're interested, but you, I have to follow up with them like yeah. a day or two later or three later. Like I okay. can't just let them be interested and then that's it. Uh, like well, okay. That same person I'm calling again. All right, so yeah, so th- this this conversation might even need a part two because here's the, here's another question. Okay, you're making those calls, then what do you you know? Are you putting them in your in your CRM system or what are you doing to follow up with them? You know, then they're gonna say, well, what are you saying on the phone? Then you're gonna say, do you mail them? Do you call them? Right? There's mm-hmm. a whole 
to the whole piece of follow-up. And I think that's kind of, I don't want to close the door in the conversation, but that's kind of what, that's kind of your business, right? You're doing a good job of that. Yeah. That's, that's, that's kind of Claudel's secret sauce. The point that yeah. I think that we should be, and we're going to move on to a second part here, the, the, the point that we should be focusing on is not only are you being successful, but it's not, and no disrespect to just being honest, it's not that you're a super salesman. It's not that you're, no. you know, it's not that you're, it's not that you're, you know, you know, you, you know, whatever, you know, it's the fact that you're just doing the work, right? It's yeah. really as simple as that. It's really as simple as just doing the work on a consistent basis, which is bringing yeah. you success, right? Yeah. yeah so, you, so you, so you have been tangibly successful with dialing. You have, you have documented results that dialing has worked for you. Okay. Yeah. So you're also doing pretty well on the rental side. So tell me how that's yeah, working but- for you. Uh, rental is definitely major, man. It's, um, and uh, here's how my rental like ramped up off of the first rental that I got. So I, how'd you, how'd you get it? How'd you get it? So a buddy of mine, I was just talking to him. He just had purchased a house and I just saw that as an opportunity. (laughs) He just purchased the house, uh, right before I got my, um, license. And then, um, I told him, I was like, Hey, let's, you know, let's get your other unit rented. He was doing work, getting it all prettied up. And I was like, yeah, I can get, you know, rent it for you. So I got an opportunity to list it. And with that opportunity, I think the biggest thing, and I feel like this is why I'm going to be a fiend of listing, is because that automatically generates, like, business for you. Absolutely. um, With the listing, the rental, like, I was getting, like, 80 calls, like, a day, sometimes yeah. more, and, yeah. like, not everybody was, like, qualified for that apartment, but I didn't just delete those numbers. Yeah. So after I rented out that apartment, I was going through those numbers and text messages, those text messages called. I was contacting those people, like, hey, um, are you still in the market for uh, a rental? They'll say, yeah. And I was like, yeah, I had this rental up, but it's no longer available, but if you let me know what you're looking for, I can find you something. Well, All right, so half so, these people are still looking. You know what I mean? They're still yeah. looking. Like I'm so, still in contact so, with some more of these people. So the naysayers will say, "Well, I don't get a fee, and the credit, you know, the people aren't credit worthy, and the people are bums and they don't have any money. So how are you dealing with that? If you if you're calling a hundred people, probably eighty of them can't can't rent, right? They're not credit worthy. They don't have the fee in line. So how are you overcoming that initial objection that rentals suck because they don't have any money, credit, or they don't want to pay the fee? Right, those are the three. Well, but you you've done three or four rentals, to, to my knowledge. Yeah, yeah, and honestly, I'm probably gonna get like three or four done this month because I I just made a pretty big relationship with a property uh, manager, and yep. um, as a matter of fact, I'm picking up a check from him today, and yep. he he's telling me about another occupancy, he had another uh, unit that he has he wants me to rent for him, and him and his dad are building luxury apartments on a major street in Lawrence on Essex Street. And um, they're going to want me to rent out those places for them as well. But as far as people not having money, people have money. If they want to rent, like, you have to have money. And I feel like it's kind of scary to talk to people that are renting about money, but it's the first thing that I talk to about. Right. I kind of let them know, like, here's what it is. I was like, hey, um, I know you've been looking online and you've seen the prices of rent. Everybody knows rent is high. So yeah. I kind of just throw it in their face. Like, I know you know rent is high right now. And, uh for, for like, 80% of the houses, like, you need first, last, and security and broker's fee. Right. And then most of them will be like, oh, what's broker's fee? I'll be like, well, broker's fee is the fee that you got to pay my company um, for the services that I'm providing. 
Like right. I'm going to make sure you get into an apartment and, um, you know, your credit might not be the greatest, but maybe I could still talk to, you know, the property owner and let yeah. them know how good of a candidate you can be based on, you know, your other background. Right. Your credit, you know, you made a mistake, that's cool. But maybe we can get past that. Yep. So kind of yep. I, I tell and them. I think, and I think, I think landlords know there's a reason why people rent. If their credit yeah. score was 700, 800, they'd buy something, right? Yeah, they're you not know, looking yeah. for perfect credit. Yeah, no. Yeah. Well, yeah. They straight up tell me, like, most of the time, if they don't have, um, if they don't have any evictions, they'll yeah. consider it if the person has a decent job. You know, yeah, yeah. So I kind of let these people know, hey, if you, if you if you don't have money for first last security and um, a broker's fee, it's gonna be hard to find an apartment, and that's pretty much how it rolls. Well, with it. You're do, you're doing two things uh, that that other people don't do, and the things that I've suggested you do, you don't do, right? So, Mama doesn't always knows best. You're not using you know Facebook to generate leads, number one, and number two. I'm curious to know how your free pizza and thing like that have gone on. You you, you got on the free pizza wagon. We we decided to do that, but I haven't heard much about uh, that. Oh yeah. So how how's no, that no, pizza no, no. thing going? Yeah. No no that pizza thing it it didn't go to waste. It's it's good. Like for people that I handed it to. Yeah. Like people that I yeah. handed it to. Yeah. Like one way or another, get like somebody will come to me and be like, oh I got your free pizza card. Yeah. Um or or I'll go into the pizza shop. And then the guy will be like, yeah, I got a, a few people that came in today with it. Yeah. So my thing is I wasn't expecting to generate business off of those pizza cards right away. I yeah. just wanted those people to know that I'm doing real estate. Like, Well, I think, I think my point is that when people come in, I'm like build a relationship, work on Facebook. Those are, you know, because most people don't have, you call it spade a spade. People don't have the same kind of tenacity that you're, that you're demonstrating. So they do the pizza. They do the Facebook and they sit there three, four, five, six, eight months later with nothing, right? What yeah. I don't, what we don't tell them to do, and, and maybe we should, but it's for the right person. You're you're out networking, you're hammering the rental crowd, and you're calling the expires, which are both, you know, poison to most agents. So I'm not dealing with rentals; they don't want to pay the fee. I'm not calling expires; they hang up on me, right? So the two the two things that I think you're you're breeding success on after your success at the multifamily has been generated from your prospecting of rentals and your prospecting of expires. Am I right? Yeah, yeah, no, definitely, definitely. Okay, so there seems to be a trend there, right? So maybe in Claudel's, you know, you know, early success, mom doesn't always know best, right? You, yeah. you confidence of your own, you know, success and your own ability. You've made a couple changes in your life. So what have you changed? All right, so as of a week and a half ago, um, I no longer work full-time. Um, I'm go. doing it. I'm doing it part-time, and I do real estate full-time now. And the reason being is I know I could make I could make, uh, I could make $1,500 in, like, five days. Right. right. <laughs> like, you know what I mean, just off of rentals. And I've yeah. noticed the more energy I put into, like, real estate, the more calls I'm getting on my phone on a regular basis. Like, my phone is buzzing, like, on right. a regular basis now. Right. Um, just the more time I put into it, like the more business is generating and I need that business. Cause my thing is I didn't come into the game to do real estate, like as a side thing. I feel right. like some people do it as a side thing, but and that was fine. never my intention. No, that was do. never my intention. But yeah. I'll tell you this, you know I mean? but I'll tell you this. It, it is cool, Keith, but it's not my Keith, intention. Keith, Keith and I, you know, sit across, you know, many people, including people on the team. And they say, yeah, I want to get into the quote, quote unquote real estate thing. And hopefully I'll be able to leave my quote unquote work thing 
and do the real estate thing full time. Not many people have made that jump. A couple people have made that jump and that, that we've been in, you know, and, and trying to help when they've crashed and burned, you know, and they've gone back to work and real estate's gone. And they're at a different company now, you know, but you know, the, the, it really takes a lot of, a lot of confidence in your ability to know if you're not dialing, you're not eating, if you're not networking, yeah. you're not eating, you know? And, yeah. and I know that you're, you know, you're a hungry guy. And listen, you know, you've got, you know, you've got, you don't necessarily have, you know, family obligations, but you've got obligations like everybody else does. You've got a, yeah. you know, you've got a, you know, you've got a, you know, a, a, a partner, a, a, you know, a girlfriend, whatever, you know, you've got yeah. aspirations and dreams. You've got a car payment, you've got rent, you've got the same thing everybody else yeah. has, you know? Yeah. So, so there really is no excuse other than, you know, you're, you're just putting in the time and the effort and, and figuring it out. And you're not coming in asked to be babied. You're coming in and saying, okay, this is where I fell down. Help me out. Help me up. And then, then you keep riding. You know, yeah, which I think are great, Definitely. great characteristics. They're great characteristics in an entrepreneur. They're great characteristics in a leader. They're great characteristics as a human being, and more importantly, they're great characteristics as a real estate agent, man. No, I pretty, really appreciate it, man. Definitely do. And I just want to say one more thing, man. Yeah, sure. Uh, I'm not totally knocking um, Facebook because uh, I do plan on getting back on Facebook, but um, when I do go back on Facebook, I want to go back and have somewhere to send, like my friends or potential, you know, like yeah. business, you know, people well, like I, I want to have a platform to send them to. Well, so I, I am that, working on a website. So. Yeah. That's where we're going to go next. And where we're going next is the fact is you have a business plan, right? You know where you want yeah. to be 30, 60, 90 days from now, you know where your face yeah, wants definitely. to be. Yeah. yeah. You know where you want to, where you want to drive people to travel. You're not, you know, buying into someone else's system. You've, you've invested a little money and time and effort into yourself to build a page oh, yeah. that, that's going to be yours, you know, yeah. and that's all, that's all good stuff, you know. That's all good stuff. Yeah. I just feel like right now um, where the millennials are coming up, um, everything's going to be on the Internet. I yeah. mean, you can't ignore the Internet forever. Uh, younger kids, that people that, that never used to listen to podcasts, kids are listening to podcasts now. Um, yep. Everything's on SoundCloud. Anything yep. that's on the device, they're on it. So yep. Facebook, they're going to be on it. Um, all these places, they're going to be on it. So I just want to be able to just, send them somewhere because they're not just staying on Facebook because there's so much other things. They're, they're, well, I just, Facebook's for Facebook has turned into like the over 30 crowd, you know, yeah, even, even some, some, some would say it's almost even the over 40 crowd, you know? Yeah, so, absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. So it's yeah. like when I do go back on Facebook, it's going to be with a purpose and yep. it's kind of just going to be like a little clutch just to get people off of my Facebook page onto yep. my site. You know what yep. I mean? Yeah. So, um, yep. like, yep. I kind of have a plan when it comes to that, and uh, I think it's going to work out pretty well. So. Nice. Nice. Yeah, Dude, listen, listen, you're, you're crushing it, man. Everybody, you know, I, I speak on behalf of everybody at the RRG family, man. You're, you're, you know, you're doing great. You're an inspiration to us for sure. You know, you're, you're moving right up the track. Now, what I would say to you is, you know, just as a coach, putting my mommy hat on, you made the leap, man. You can't let up for one minute. You know, you can't let oh, up for not, one minute. Definitely you not. know, that, you got to so keep that, grinding. That's scary. That scary part is part of the new motivation now. Like, yeah. it's crazy. It's like, yeah. you know, like, for sure, if I don't get up and do this, like, nothing's going to get done. So yep. it, it's like the full-time job was cool. Like, it was tough. It was tough. Like, yeah. the money was still coming in all the time. So yeah. it was like, all right, cool, I could do some real estate today. But now it's like a must. Like, yeah. you know what I mean? Like, I yeah. have to get on this. I have to make it work. Like, I have to grind to get this dollar. Well, and and at, and at, and at that point, you're going to start questioning what's working, what's not working, 
You know, I mean, yeah. Keith and I have I mean, Keith and I have that conversation in this office every single day. You know, what yeah. what did we do yesterday? What are we doing today? What are we doing tomorrow? And and literally, it's it's that simple. What do we do over the weekend? Mm-hmm. What are we doing? What are we doing Monday? What was our plan for Tuesday? You know, so we have mm-hmm. a little little something planned. You know, later in the week, we haven't even started to talk about it. The first thing is let's just frame out the plan. Then we'll we'll talk about it hours before the event because stuff changes as we move along. You know, yeah, and that's absolutely. and you and you are going to have to you know. Bob and weave the best you can to, to keep flowing, man. So, all right. So listen, buddy, we're going to, we're, we're out of time and I really appreciate it. You know, listen, like I said, from the, the RG family, you know, we're proud of you. You're doing great. Keep it up. Don't, don't uh, keep your foot off the gas. And uh, you got to email Claudel directly, man. He's not on Facebook. So if you got something for him, you got to reach out and, and get him, man. So hope everybody enjoyed Claudel. Thanks, man. Here comes the outro, buddy. All right. Thank you. Man. Thank you for listening to handling today's consumers in real estate with your host, Evan Russell. To listen to a previous episode of our HTC podcast, you can visit evanlive.com or find him in the iTunes Music Store.